WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're not in Lillington. We uh, we we finally left. It's such a nice town, though, but we, we left. We had a great time at J.E. Womble last week, and now we're at Bell's Carpets and Floors in Raleigh on Industrial Drive right behind Costco. It's 2828 Industrial Drive if you use your GPS, and I recommend that highly. It, it uh, certainly helps. Miss uh, Ann is, uh, I believe, still at the beach this weekend, and uh, hopefully she'll be back next week where we will be at the Man Show. Rufus, you remember being at the Man Show last week? I don't even remember being a man. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into that. I know that... that uh, uh, I was talking with Phil yesterday, and she said, well, what is the man show? I said, they're going to be men walking around in bikinis. <laughs> Please. She said, well, I th- I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, th- yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I have been to the man show, and uh, it, it's very manly. Yeah. So Paul McKenzie and uh, Phil will be with us next week, and Mark Bumgardner, who is uh, – Paul's friend and colleague, but uh, Paul is in Warren and uh, Vance County, and Mart is in Orange County. Mart, so glad to have you here, and I didn't, I didn't uh, plan this, but you're here on Memorial Day weekend, and I'm so glad. Well, thank you for having me. I, I really enjoy being on the program. Yeah. Uh, Mart is a retired lieutenant colonel in the United States Army, and Miss Pam Beck. Good morning, hey. Mike. Hey, Pam. You all right? I am delighted to be here. What a beautiful morning it yeah. is. Yeah. Thanks. The last time I saw you, we were at the governor's match. That's correct. That was a beautiful morning, too. Yeah. Absolutely perfect out there right now. I hope everybody is going out to garden this weekend. And if uh, the you may remember that we uh, donated, the show donated, and uh, Phil and, and uh, Panther Creek Nursery to a beautiful tree to the governor's mansion, a uh, Ruby Falls Red Bud developed at NC State by Dr. Denny Warner. It is uh, now right in the corner uh, near the wall, and it's uh, you can see it very clearly. It's outside the wall at Jones and Blunt Street. So right by and look at it. It's it's going to be a nice big fat uh, Ruby Falls. It, uh, we have one at church. It's just just the prettiest, most perfect weeping tree. I've, I've ever seen. Rufus, I need to ride you by there sometime. Let you see it right now while it's pristine mm-hmm. as the new shiny leaves have all because these maroon leaves have come out. But uh, I highly recommend the Ruby Falls. It's a, and, the, and the leaves are heart-shaped. That, that's yeah, that's right. The, the red bud. That red bud. There's a lot of lore about, uh, about the red bud, uh, Pam, I, I know. And um, 
I think that somewhere in Christian history, there's there's something. There is um, in Europe. Uh, they refer to oh, okay. the Circus there as the Judas tree, yeah. and um, the legend was is that because it blooms about the same time as the dogwood, and it's usually about Easter time, that allegedly um, Judas hung himself on that tree. Our Circus canadensis is a very different uh, tree, so right. it's it's not that same one. But sometimes I still hear it referred to as a Judas tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're all over North Carolina. <laughs> it's a beautiful native. It's really one of our uh, best small trees for the landscape, and some of these varieties and cultivars that are coming out from the research at NC State and also with the Mountain Research Center, uh, like Carolina Sweetheart that uh, Tom Ranney was involved in. These are great trees. They are hardy. Um, they have beautiful flower, lovely leaf, good fall color on some of them. Um, a very tolerant tree of a lot of locations. It's one we should use more. Now, if you go to a lane, the corner of the, the mansion, uh, the executive mansion at Lane and Person Street, there is a flamethrower yes. variety that was also developed by Dr. Denny Warner uh, most recently. And Denny's uh, flamethrower won the best uh, plant for the Chelsea Flower Show last year. It, it is um, known by a different name in Europe, but it is flamethrower to us. It has different shades of yellows, oranges, and burgundies yeah. in, the, in the leaves, and it is stellar. It's it's almost like a rainbow. It yeah, is. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, take a, take a get out and, and walk. Saturday is, is always a great day. Just park your car. A lot of places you can park in uh, that area and and walk around the periphery of the mansion there's some really interesting things that you can see on the outside and the inside of the mansion and and uh, they're fine with that just don't scale the wall and, or anything and like look that. for your family name in some of those bricks that are signed by the prisoners do you know about these bricks that are along Tell the walkway? Tell me, I would love to hear about oh, that. Oh, <laughs> around the walkway, uh, the many of the bricks in the mansion, in the building, and the walls, and the sidewalk were prison-made. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you look carefully, some are signed. And it was signed by the prisoner. By the prisoner. Well, well is that they, a central they have prison a lot of thing, <laughs> Rufus? Or? Family members there, I don't know. Or do you <laughs> Just, know? <laughs> Well, I haven't looked for family name, I'm afraid to. That's a little dangerous. You haven't seen Edmonds? <laughs> that was my thought, too. <laughs> well, I'm often told. You've known a few. The governor has got some good help over there. You, they, they check people in that program who had no infractions in prison, and they've mm-hmm. generally done some kind of a crime of passion. They don't take thieves and other folks that like to have sticky hands. But they take people that have uh, committed sort of violent crimes, but in the moment of passion, they've, they've never had a prisoner that I know of, or an inmate, let us say, that ever took a thing from the mansion. Uh, when you go there, as you recall, they are just, just wonderful people, and they come out, and most of them have become very useful citizens. Yeah, they certainly are learning from Charles, as they did from uh, Gerald, about uh, how to do landscaping and take care of plants and oh plant yes i have a gentleman that, that helps that. me some that right. you that you all met at the uh outing mm-hmm. and i need him back right. today in fact all right <laughs> well we'll make a call we'll make a call we're at bell's carpet so see if we can get um 
Fred uh, to come join us uh, here at some point so we can talk about uh, what's going on this weekend. This is uh, a tradition at Bells for Memorial Day and Labor Day especially. Uh, it used to be the only time they had sales uh, was was a Memorial and Labor Day, and they still don't have many. Yeah, Fred, come on over here. You heard me talking about you, didn't you? I was just talking about this, this, the tradition that you've had for so many years of Memorial Day and Labor Day sales, and uh, the, it's always been a big deal. It has. It's uh, something that we look forward to, and I think um, a lot of people in the area do too because they, we build up that tradition over the years and uh, try to do it, uh, make it simple in the fact that everything in the store is going to be at our best prices possible uh so people don't have to worry about is is this only going to cover you know one or two things it's it's store wide and when you look through the showroom you can see there's a tremendous amount of of variety uh to choose from it's something we've been proud of especially as people now are uh in that time of redoing their homes and things and they want things different they don't want what they've had and the fact that we've got such a huge selection and we've got the staff and the people that can help educate you uh, give you advice uh, make sure that your choices are going to be the right for your home easy to sell a home right now it's hard to buy one so you might as well keep what you got yeah. and fix it up yeah uh, for when you you are able to sell and uh, buy so uh, and a lot of it is mohawk yes is under that brand well you know they are uh of course, they go back to, I think it's 1878, uh, but uh, they're uh, into everything. It's not just, people used to think of Mohawk as just as carpet, but they uh, have a tremendous line of, of hardwoods, uh, the new engineered pre-finished hardwoods, which people are beginning to recognize are a great value. Uh, and especially in this climate, uh, we're so subject to humidity and everything, the engineered hardwood uh, does not have the same problems of shrinking, span, expansion, or cupping that, that you get with traditional hardwoods. And uh, and then, of course, we've got the luxury vinyl, which is probably the hottest thing in the flooring industry. Everybody talks about it. Uh, and, it's of course, we've got some in our showroom, so you can see how durable it is, uh, how Good looking it is. We've yeah. had people come in and say, "Well, where is this wood?" It's not a wood; it's a luxury vinyl. So. I know you can, and you can see it looks like there are different slats of of wood that have been laid down in in that traditional way. But it's it, it really is incredible. Yeah. It's changed so much, and uh, especially especially people with active families or pets mm -hmm. looking for uh, something that's really easy care and long lasting. Uh, the luxury vinyl is, is uh, you know, one of the most popular choices. What about durability? Uh, well, um, I've had my dog running around on it. <laughs> and you know, it's not as loud as, no. as a hardwood floor. No, not at all. Yeah, it's, it's very durable. It's not, you know, scratch proof or anything, but it is highly scratch resistant. We've actually moved displays around on it, you know, uh -huh. had no problems with it. Uh, it's it's a, a very forgiving product in terms of 
it is like you say it's it's a softer than a than a real yeah maybe wood. easier to walk on yeah and of course as far as cleaning it's just a matter of most just wiping things up if you have a spill or anything just go back and and wipe it up you don't have to worry about uh, needing any special chemicals or any way generally water is our uh, cleaner of choice anyway. Greg, uh, my my wife won't let me walk on the stairs carpet with shoes on. <laughs> and I, I want to fancy yeah, carpet. I want to thank you for that because it it uh, it's, it's wonderful carpeting. Yeah, but you know it, the the carpeting now is is so durable and so easy to clean. Right. Now, if you have to clean, I mean, you, it, obviously most people are going to uh, vacuum. But other than that, how much care does a carpet need now? Well, like I said, most of it is just uh, taking care. If you have a spot or something, uh, generally water is going to take it right out. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, of course, um, the uh, all the manufacturers today recognize that people want things that are durable, easy care, and beautiful. Uh, and that's why uh, probably the biggest thing going in, in carpet is pattern uh, people are looking for create a different look even if it's like roof is a staircase you know put a beautiful pattern on there and all of a sudden when people walk into the home it's the first thing you see and it's it's and especially women are realizing it's another area i can decorate with <laughs> so, so uh and uh, I have to say the, the technology that they've come forward with in creating pattern carpet. Pattern used to be, you know, it was the higher end, the most expensive. Right, oriental rugs. Right, exactly. Now we have patterns that are very, very affordable, and you can't tell the, really the difference in those and a very high-priced woven product. Uh, and uh, that's uh, the, the technology. Our industry is driven by technology. So patterns are the hot thing right now. Patterns are the hot thing. So. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, we've just uh, added a, a new display that is nothing but patterns. Uh, and uh, we're getting ready, uh, actually, in a, in a little while, to kind of a, a major upfit of some of our things. And it's all going to focus on uh, new patterns, new designs uh, for, for people to consider in uh, their home. And we're even seeing people doing pattern. It's not just airy rugs or runners, uh, but in, even in wall-to-wall -wall carpet. And it's all, and you know, I mentioned the Oriental rug. It's not really like the Oriental rug it, it, because they're, it's the it's the same color. It's just a, a different yeah, some weave. are the same color. Now, we have, we have some kind of hard to see from where we're sitting here that actually have color, just yeah. like you would have in your regular uh, oriental type rug yeah. but of course the oriental that was a very traditional feel now uh, we're seeing people want uh, things that are uh, in a way transitional they could work with any decor right. uh, but they're still looking to do uh, pattern and of course as I mentioned doing area rugs and doing runners uh, the just had a customer in here yesterday that needed a rug actually for a new nursery and she needed a specific size she was able to go back in our remnants and find uh just the ideal thing we're going to cut it and make it in the size she needs yeah. and that's something you can't do with a machine-made rug you, you either take the size they have or, uh, and you try to find very, very you try to make it work what's on sale 
Well, as I mentioned, everything yeah. store-wide, uh, all of our carpet, uh, even you know the remnants uh, are on sale. Uh, all of our hard surface laminate, luxury vinyl, hardwoods. Uh, so everything we have in the store is at our best prices. Yeah, that was my problem in school. I never paid attention. <laughs> Fred obviously said that before. <laughs> my wife is just uh, poke me when I do that, Rufus. Yeah, my wife is uh, really wanting to to change our um, stairwell. She wants to have hardwood runners and then have um, a runner going up the stairs right. uh, with the the beautiful brass. You know, each oh, each yeah. tread. This is has, the place. Yes, yeah. <laughs> believe me. Yeah, we we there's probably I I don't think there's. A, a, no, certainly more in the day, but during the week that we're not doing two or three uh, stair runners. And, yeah. Uh, Makes it a lot safer. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, it, 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 like you said, my wife is a, a designer and she loves to, 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 to bring things up to, to the yeah. next level. And so that's her thought is that we'll, we'll put this runner up the stairs and um, we'll display our hardwood floors and Absolutely. everything else and just yeah. makes everything pop. Yeah. Um, she has a flair for it. Yeah. We've <laughs> got a little on one of our notebooks, we've just got a little uh, thing that's uh, showing all different. Uh, things and a lot of them are stair runners that we do uh, so when people come in we can actually show you know different ideas of of things that are being done very good fred we'll talk to okay, you again great. next All half right. hour thank you thank you sir fred gaines owner of bells carpets and floors 2828 industrial drive in raleigh across uh, from uh, costco we're at the back of costco and uh, more of the weekend gardener coming up 919-860-9783 it's 824 Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 8.34, we're back at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Boom! Boy, that's that. Well, of course, that's you know, Lieutenant Colonel turns on somebody, gets attention. That's right. Stand up. At ease, at ease. And our, our thoughts and prayers to, uh, to all the our uh, military people and, of course, those uh, who we remember who sacrificed for us on this Memorial Day weekend. And we also have to remember the families as well because yeah. it's not just the soldier. It's also the family. Mm-hmm. Everybody experiences it. Yeah. And Mart, of course, a retired lieutenant colonel in the Army, uh, who was at Fort Bragg, uh, maybe soon to be Fort Liberty. Yes, that's that's uh, just came out in the news this week. Yeah. Yes. So we'll say I don't know that it it has. That's just what was recommended. Congress has to uh, approve that. So we'll it see. would always be Fort Bragg to me. <laughs> it will always be Cameron Village. Right. We we've gotten too politically correct, and I'm not going to get us in trouble no. on this show. But Let's, we've become so politically correct that it's getting a little bit old. Well, anyway, hallelujah to Fort Liberty or whatever. Well, we haven't changed the name of the show at least since 1985, so we uh, we won't we won't do that. <laughs> Maybe until I leave. Yeah, you leave, I leave. <laughs> you leave, I leave. 
Y'all uh-huh. leave, I leave. <laughs> then I gotta about, have y'all. I you were talking about Fort Bragg. My son's named after uh, uh, Braxton. His middle name is Braxton. So who was from Warrington? Yeah, right. Yeah, who uh, lived? I don't know if uh, I, I don't remember if the general uh, grew up in Warrington, but he lived there, and they claim him. And um, yeah, I don't know that he was that great a general, but you know, he was a general. Did you have aspirations of being a general? <laughs> Um, maybe whenever I was a cadet, <laughs> after I realized, uh, as, as you go, as you can imagine, the higher up you go, the more further away you are from reality. So I, I uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Well, no, that's, true. that's how I felt when, when I was running for governor. So well, they, you had a bunch of, you had a bunch of yes men. Is that what you're talking about? Well, it's, it's more about, uh, the politics of, of, of the job. I mean, oh. Uh, yes, you have to be you have to be uh, groomed and and you have to aspire to certain certain areas that uh, I just really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Wanting you got to know how to play the game. That's right, uh-huh. exactly. Uh, a tiny little bit of internal politics in there, maybe. Yeah, uh, 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 probably a whole lot. Well, now let me tell you, how you can earn one without having to earn it. You can be attorney general. And when you go to all these meetings... And they call you general. General this, general that. And I'll make sure and do that before the show's one, over. One time uh, I was at one, my wife was with me, and they kept calling me general. And she said, when did you earn anything in the military? You never <laughs> got to be above hauling slop from Fort Bragg, uh, Fort Belvoir in Washington to, a, to another thing on Saturdays. <laughs> oh, said, well. well, that's just a custom they have, general this and general that. I said, I want to be attorney specific. Yeah. <laughs> well, but now you're secretary. I mean, yeah, uh, since got, then, good time. Since then, the secretary has come into play. Too bad is I think commissioner is the best, but you're you've never a commissioner. No, I've, I've never. Uh, I've just never uh, tried to take Jim Graham's job or <laughs> or uh, our fine commissioner today or labor or any of those. Okay. Well, at any rate, Steve is with us. Steve, good morning. How are you? Improving every day. I'm glad to hear it. I'm, I'm uh, your uh, plants are they improving every day? Here eating a breakfast quesadilla. Mmm, sounds wonderful. Great. Sounds I great. Am, but uh, my dad served for 22 years, and basically, I had a very adventurous life as a as a uh, son of a of an army. Uh, we went As did uh, Pam Beck. Pam, Pam Beck was I all over the world. Every day. He died about eight years ago, and hmm. it was uh, it was a fun time when I was. I, the thing is, I was a teenager in Germany. You don't think you have fun when you're when you're uh, a teenager in Germany? <laughs> That, that was Pam, do you have fun when you're a teenager in Germany? Well, Steve, I was in kindergarten in Germany. Oh, and okay. So well, I that didn't is, have uh... nearly as much fun as you did. <laughs> well, my dad was talking. But she knows what you're talking about. Which is a uh, remote uh, air defense base uh, between Fulda and Würzburg. Uh-huh. And it was all that. forest. So we had outdoor stuff to do, skiing. Uh, I mean, it was. For a kid, it was an adventure. I bet it was. It was a great time while I was over there. And we spent a lot of time in El Paso where Daddy was uh, an instructor at the Air Defense School. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, back to the important thing. Gardening. There you go. Gardening, yes. We had 
68 blooms open yesterday. Of day lilies, yeah. I anticipate from the look of it from this morning that we'll break 100 today. So we are on our way to peak, which is in two weeks, or about three weeks, middle of June. So uh, the garden is really lush today, and it's looking good. We did have a little deer problem, but I must garden came to the rescue, and we sprayed our buds, and we haven't had uh, too much trouble with them since. Very good. June Glad to hear that. Everybody mark that date on their calendar. June the 11th. June the 11th is the annual show and sale at Crabtree Valley Mall in the lower court below the food court. The Daily Clubs of Raleigh and the Sand Hills are joining together. So I'm anticipating a very large turnout of uh, flowers. Everybody's invited to come and display their uh, flowers. The show, op- the uh, judging uh, desk, uh, the registration desk opens at 8.30 and closes at 10.45. Judging starts at 11 o'clock, and we'll be over by 2. And we will be open for public view at that time. <laughs> And, and will we will certainly, have daylilies for sale. I was going to say that. Including 30 from my garden. They are $7 per uh, <laughs> plant. That's a, <clears throat> per uh, set. Or 3 for 15 That's a very good price, too. And by the way, I still have fond memories of the day that I won a blue ribbon. <laughs> now, I, I don't know whether... Uh, providence or luck or what it was or but anyway i'm so proud of that because about three o'clock in the afternoon mike called and said you won i thought well what if i won the the magazine uh, subscription thing he said no you won a blue ribbon at the at the well, day you, show and you found out excuse me you found it oh gosh you found out what the name of the car was, too. Yeah, I came, I came to find out, Bart, what the, the name of this day lady was. And Steve and you company guys, and, and, and Dr. So-and-so entered it, entered it into the thing. Just to let you they, guys know, when you're on a remote, you're, you fade in and out on the people that are calling in. We fade in and out? I barely hear you. You just uh, barely hear me? Well, if you can't hear me, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to talk with Josh about, I mean, uh, J- uh, Jason about that back it's at the station. It's been happening for the last couple of steps, the remotes you've done, that when you're on hold, you fade in and out, and then when you come back from remote, you fade in and out. All right, I got mine well, in. Now, Steve, I've got a question. I've always wondered, is anybody working on making a day lady bloom more than one time a day? Yeah, but it would have to... You know, You'd have to change the name. He talks about they don't want genetically modified uh, food, right? Right, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want it. Lily is if you splice genes from another flower that is blue into a daylily, and I don't think anybody wants to make a mutant daylily like that. No. So I don't think you know. If somebody succeeds in doing it, they're a genius, but. Uh, from what I've been told, there's just not a gene in the blue, in the daylily genome that allows it to become a blue flower. 
Yeah. That's tough. Well, I know, I, I you'll still, have to live I with it. I still want a Carolina blue. But I, uh, well, go out there and spray paint the thing. Yeah. You have now. <laughs> what do you need a blue daily for? I don't know because well, he's uh, all those Carolina people. They just yeah, go crazy I, over that color. You, you've got that all kinds of red shades of daylilies and yeah. I'm just wondering. Well, I mean, they don't yeah, we have all the horticulturists you know. at, at state. <laughs> you ever thought about that? <laughs> yes, I have. Right. You guys have a good day. <laughs> All right, st- take it easy, Steve. Thank you for letting so, me talk. Yes, sir. Y'all need a, a school of horticulture, Department of Horticulture there. Well, you got you got this great gardener named Gerald Adams that, that slipped up well, and went to Carolina. Talk, and, and talk to Gerald about it. Maybe he, he can do that. They yes, have Pam. an incredible botany department. Let me come to Carolina's defense here. <clears throat> My goodness, you could not ask for a finer... Uh, botany department. If you think about the Coker Arboretum, that was started by Professor Coker as a collection to teach mm-hmm. horticulture and botany to the students there. And a lot of those people go on and become environmental scientists. These are people who go on to forestry. I have a neighbor who works with the Triangle J mm-hmm. and um, Land Conservancy folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carolina has nothing to hang their head about when it comes to plants. Yeah. And they have the uh, botanical gardens over there, too. Yes, sir. A, a fantastic collection of our native plants. And we were talking about red buds earlier. Um, it's, it's, if you want to learn more about natives, the, UN, the uh, NC Botanical Garden excuse me, is the place to go. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Now, see, the problem, Rufus, with the Carolina Blue is when my sister went there in the mid-60s, it was a light blue. But it has changed. It's got darker and darker and darker. I mean, it's all over the place now. So what color Carolina blue do you want? I want the sky blue. Well, look at the sky right now. See, it's that's, sort of a gray. That's kind of a light light blue, like a powder blue. Now, you see, unlike you folks that, that put off on Carolina, I'm a great NC State advocate, except when they play. I'm not putting, who's been putting Carolina. off on Carolina? Well, there are little, there are little intonations there that, that come across. I'm just trying to get the facts. Oh, yes, sir. You like, what's, what's that, that detective show used to be? Give me the facts. Uh, yeah, Dragnet. Dragnet. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're showing your age. Uh-huh. Yeah, sir. No, no. All right. So uh, Steve mentioned I must garden. You know, it's amazing the amount of wildlife we have in the Triangle area and the damage that they can do is equally amazing. And that's why so many folks in the area depend on I must garden repellents to control animal damage. If you have deer or rabbits eating your plants, squirrels, digging in the flower pots, moles and voles, tunneling through your lawn, Imos Garden has a solution you need. Imos Garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. Every Imos Garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. Imos Garden blends natural rep- ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market. 
that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. The repellents are available in a variety of sizes, from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. It's no wonder Imos Garden has become the favorite repellent for so many gardeners. You'll find Imos Garden repellents at your locally owned independent garden center and hardware stores such as Southern States in Carborough, Homewood Nursery and Garden Center in Raleigh. And of course, uh, the Weekend Gardener sponsors that include uh, Campbell Road Nursery and uh, the folks over at Logan's Trading Company in Raleigh and the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena. Verena also sell the Imos Garden products. And while you're there shopping, be sure to check out the other Imos Garden repellents for snakes, dogs, cats, mosquitoes, and more. Start protecting your garden today with repellents made right here in the Triangle. Imos Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit imusgarden.com. And uh, Ray Wumble was talking about carrying uh, Imos Garden products. He wanted to know more about it, so I think he's going to check that out. I think out. he will, and uh, that was a, a fine show. The the lady we had a great that, time. That talked about the the youth legislative assembly said thank you, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Erica. Yeah. And we had a, a, a fine time. And by the way, I, Congressman Etheridge stopped by. Oh, and he's he's head of all agriculture. USDA. In, in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, just a fine gentleman. Uh, I'm, I'm not only a buy plants from good garden nurseries. I, I'm a seed guy. And I want to talk about it a little bit here with Mart and, and the Arthur over there. Yeah, Pam. I, of, I, you know, the, do y'all grow a lot of seeds? I'm, I'm, I'm going to plant nasturtiums. I think people forget about them. Those are w- one of the most easy. Now, if you, I like to soak them overnight, though. I'm, I'm soaking the seeds, zinnias, and just on and on and on that that are so easy for people to grow. That I, I'd like to encourage people. And the best time in the world is to plant right now. Well, let me ask you a question about zinnias. Because I, I'm just curious, I, I don't have anywhere in full sun that I can plant zinnias. So I was wondering, how well would they do if they have part sun, part shade? I know they are full sun, and normally when you have have a blooming plant, an annual like a zinnia, that you'd want to have full sun. So have you ever experienced or or tried to grow in the shade? Yes, and not not shade, but the partial shade, and they won't get quite as flush and beautiful as Pam will know. But they they will grow and and they are so easy they'll pop up in a week if under right conditions and this nasturtium tell tell us about that sweet little plant Pam I I, I love nasturtium I think they're one of the prettiest plants and they uh, many of these cascade there are some bushy types but most of them will trail. And do you know that the flowers are edible? They're very oh, absolutely in salads. Yes, yeah. they're very peppery uh, tasting. Do you do you get that little yep, bit of a bite? Absolutely. Do you use those for cocktails too, Pam? Or? <laughs> I don't oh. drink, so I can't. Help oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> but, I don't know. It uh, sounds like you were there a minute ago, no, not no, eating no, plants. No, huh? no, no. Uh, there's a big difference between eating plants and drinking plants. But okay. um, then <laughs> the nasturtium. <laughs> No, I do drink plants. I drink coffee every morning and tea at lunch. There you so, go. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're equal. Are you a high high noon tier? A high noon tier? Uh, no, I'm 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 all day long tier. I'm I'm the child of I'm a, a southern a southern mama. What do you think? I drink tea. Sweet tea. You know? yeah. uh, but uh, 
Anyway, let's go back to plants. Uh, the, the thing about nasturtium is allow them some room. They will, like you said, if you soak them, they'll usually come up better. I saw some for sale at the farmer's market uh, just yesterday when we were down there in little cell packs. Huh. And um, so get them in the ground. I like to direct sow. How about you, Rufus? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, yes. that means putting it directly in the ground so that these uh, roots can go ahead and develop in. Uh, don't cover them with too much soil or mulch because I know you think that that'll help uh, keep the weeds from sprouting, but it also might keep the right. seeds from I, sprouting. I do about a quarter of an inch to... Just a yeah, little bit yeah. of soil over the top, and some people will even mix a little sand in with the soil to put right. it over the top. The thing I like the most about what you've mentioned with zinnias and marigold seeds the best project to do with children, with young children. Yep. If you want to get a young person excited about gardening, give them, give them some marigold and zinnia seeds and let them see what happens. Yeah. Okay. And on, on these nasturtiums, they're like a little pea. Yes. Just take your thumb. In. If, you don't, if you're a little bit lazy, take your thumb and just push it down there about a half an inch yep. into the ground. And what I do, I, I find a, a, several pots uh, that have got something else in them. I stick one in the corner around the pot, and they'll cascade over, and it's just a, a lovely, lovely flower. The um, Isabella Gardner Museum in Boston is a, a very famous museum across from the MFA there, and they have nasturtium that they plant in planters two stories up in an inner courtyard and let them cascade down 10, 12, 20 oh, feet. And the interior of this building, because it's a full sun skylight over the top of it, and it's stunning. And and many of Monet's famous gardens, what you see cascading under those those arches are nasturtium. Uh-huh. Well, we could call that the Rapunzel plant. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Throw that thing yeah. down there for Climb up there and see Rapunzel. <laughs> All right, we're at uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh with the WPTF Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. More coming up. It's 854. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're talking about the man show next week. We're going to the, to the man show. So uh, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. Uh, the black cow process helps repurpose manure, which we produce a lot of on this show. So it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. And black cow bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> black cow contains up to ten times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture too. Isn't that nice? Your lawn, your flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors for their annual Memorial Day sale, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. 
uh, just across Industrial Drive from the, the back of Costco. Please come join us. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up.